When I separated from the United States Air Force in 2017, I chose to enroll into college and pursue a degree in education. As a student veteran, however, I felt out of place and unable to connect with the other students. Luckily, there was a place on campus where I did feel comfortable and was surrounded by people I could relate to. The Veterans Lounge. It was there that I learned two things. The first was that most military veterans had difficulty transitioning back into civilian life. For many, it was very stressful and for some, too much to take on on their own. The second was that military veterans, no matter what branch of service, share a pretty special connection and style of communication. We supported each other as if we were still back on active duty. I realized our military experience had made us the only people in the world who were best suited to help one another. That's where the Veterans Lounge podcast comes in. Here, I try to recreate that environment that was so supportive for myself and many others. On the Veterans Lounge podcast, we'll hear veterans tell their stories of how they handled their return to the civilian world. We'll hear stories of overcoming adversities, goals and achievements, and possibly stories of duress from vets who struggle with things like depression and anxiety. In the end, what I hope to do here is to help, and I believe we can do that through the stories I share on this podcast. So whether it be one person or hundreds of people, I just want to help. And now, in association with the Veterans Nexus Foundation, welcome to the Veterans Lounge. Welcome to the Veterans Lounge Podcast. My name is Miguel Mata, and I am your host. Super excited that you are able to join me on this particular episode because it is episode number one. We're kicking off the Veterans Lounge podcast, and I am super excited, super excited. Um, It's been a long time coming, at least in my mind, right? Because I've been so excited, like I said, about getting it going. And um, I'm working in conjunction with a group called the Veterans Nexus Foundation. They're a nonprofit organization that helps veterans transition, um, that helps veterans with their transitions out of military life into civilian life. They do things like they offer um, grants, you know, education grants. They offer uh, textbook grants, you know, for those that are going into into um, uh, higher education. And they help out with employment, seeking out and making employment connections, you know, for for veterans who are who are getting out of service. So, you know, big thanks to the Veterans Nexus Foundation for uh, looking me up. I feel myself, I, I'm so excited. I'm, I feel myself already going up, you know, coming off the rails. But uh, let me tell you a little bit about the Veterans Lounge podcast. Um, you know, if you already heard the, you already heard the introduction, it, you know, it, it probably already makes a ton of sense. But as a recent college graduate following my, my uh, retirement from the Air Force, there was one place on campus when I was seeking out my degree there at the College of Charleston. Um, that where I felt comfortable. Now the the students that that were in my classes, these these folks were, were cool, you know, very inspirational, very motivated, uh, whatnot. But they were very young, 
and me being a 40 something year old person you know it was it was hard to make uh, difficult to make connections with with people in that stage of their life me being in this stage of life um, but fortunately you know fortunately for me um, I was able to find a place on campus where I could connect with people and that happened to be the veterans lounge and you know it's it's a place where I feel comfortable we we were able to uh, trade you know old war stories and whatnot talk about class talk about professors talk about um, you know experiences and whatnot and generally speaking everyone there seemed to be very comfortable and that's what gave me the idea to start this podcast right here because in that space in that space of the veterans lounge back at the college of charleston people seemed to be comfortable when we were in that space it seemed like we did a very good job of communicating with each other um putting everyone at ease and i think that that at ease came from being able to relate to your surroundings right everybody spoke the same language everybody uh spoke with the same energy and 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 all that stuff it's it's hard to explain it's hard to explain but i think that for you guys um the veterans who are listening you guys probably understand what i'm talking about because we talk to each other a certain way we talk to each other um yeah we talk we have we just have a certain way of talking to each other and we get each other we just understand each other and that's what that veteran that lounge that veterans lounge um back at that on that college campus that's that's what i learned right one that everybody's going through something two we the veterans got each other we understood each other we communicated well with each other we just we just clicked in a different way that was apparent to many of us that were in that room um that we we, we clicked in a way with each other that we didn't, we, the veterans, that we didn't um, in our classes and out in the real world. It's just, it's, it, it, for those that, that, that aren't there and that don't experience that stuff, it's hard to explain. And I know that for my listeners on this podcast, at least the ones that I'm hoping that I, the ones that I hope I have, the veterans, you guys understand what I'm talking about. It's just tough to connect. It's tough to connect as, as much and as hard as we try some of us, um, it's just tough to, to make those connections. So I started this podcast because I want you guys, I want to hear your stories. I want to hear what you guys have to say. I want to hear your stories. That's, that was probably the best part of being in that lounge was hearing the stories of the people that passed through there, you know, and I've met, you know, I, I've met people that were in medical whenever they were active duty. I met Marines. I met Army. I met Navy. Me being the Air Force guy, and we all gave each other shit. Excuse my my French there, but when we all gave each other shit, and it was good stuff, though. You know, we it was just like back in the day, right? Um, anyway, I just met a, a whole bunch of people coming through there, and I just thought it was fascinating. And I wanted to start this podcast because I wanted to be able to hear your stories. I wanted to to create an avenue for you, the veterans, to be able to share your story. If you felt like you had something that was worth sharing, share it. And I'm here to tell you, I'm here to tell you, you do have something worth sharing. Here's why, here's why, think about it. What is it that they used to tell us all the time in the US military? Less than 1%, 1% or less of the population put on the uniform. 
And there's a reason for that. It's because we just operated at a different frequency than most, right? Than 99% of the U.S. population. We just operate at a different frequency. Being someone who who is a, a unique in that way, being someone who yeah, being someone that who is unique in that way, each and every one of you who wore the uniform at one point or another has an interesting story, has a valuable story, has something worth sharing because I'm almost certain to 100% that everybody walked away learning something. Either a do or a don't, but something, right? They took something away from their service that helped them make sense of something else or to the other extreme, in many ways, your military service affected you, you in a negative way. And you guys are working through things. I want to hear your stories too. I want to hear what you have to say. I want to understand what it is you're going through. Because, you know, even though I did 20, 20 years and some change in the Air Force, I was never in combat. And I don't know what that feels like. And I'm not necessarily trying to exploit those that did experience combat. I'm not trying to exploit you. But I want to make this an opportunity. If you feel like you have something to share, I want to give you an opportunity on this podcast to share what you are experiencing, to share what you are experiencing. And I'm here to listen more than anything. I'm not necessarily here to to help or to fix, as strange as that may sound. I'm not necessarily here to help or to fix Something I learned fairly recently is that, you know, and, I, and I'll, I'll attribute this to being in the service, right? We're fixers, we're doers, we're problem solvers, <laughs> problem solvers, especially in the line of work that I used to be in. I used to fix airplanes, right? I fixed airplanes. I was an aircraft maintenance in, in the Air Force, 2A6X6. And, um, you know, when problems showed up, planes needed to get fixed. Missions needed to get flown, you know, fuel needed to be turned into freedom and all that stuff. If you had a problem, a plane couldn't go, right? We needed solutions. And when it comes to when it comes to listening for the sake of another person's mental health or well-being or or or, or just listening, listening is enough. And I, I just I just learned that fairly recently that listening is enough. Listening is enough. You listen to help, but you don't necessarily listen to fix. And that's what I want to do here. I want to give you people who might be going through some challenges, who might be facing some adversity, I want to give you people an, an opportunity to be able to get that off your chest and share with whoever's willing to listen, myself and whoever else is willing to listen and and help us to understand and help me and whoever's listening understand whatever it is that you're going through. Okay? And I think I think this is a good avenue for that and I, I'd like to think that this is a good avenue for that. I want to offer this up to you. Um, many of you aren't experiencing challenges. Many of you found success right out the gate. And I want to hear your stories. What'd you do? Did you face any challenges? How'd you overcome them? What's your plan? What motivated you? 
Where's your motivation, etc. I want to hear. I want to hear all that stuff. I want to hear all that stuff. Do a quick time check here. Okay. I don't want to necessarily take up too much time in this first episode because the the point and the mission of this podcast is not to necessarily hear me talk. It's not. That's not what this is about. This is about hearing you talk. It's about listening to your story. It's about hearing what you have to share, right? So I'm I, this being the first episode, but not talking anyway. It's just me. I I don't want to make it. I don't want to go too long because I will, you know, just drone on and on and on and on and on. So let me go ahead and share. Uh, since this is episode one, let me go ahead and share about a little bit about my story. Won't necessarily get into too much of the weeds here, right? But maybe you know, hit the high points. Talk about how I find myself right here talking to you guys right here in this podcast. Um, but I'll try to give you the the abbreviated Reader's Digest version, um, just for the sake of time and and whatnot. But uh, here you go. So you know, back in the mid '90s when I was 16. Um, I got a girl pregnant and was not ready to start a family, obviously. Right. And I left, uh, I broke up with the girl and didn't see her again until about a year and a half later. Right. And when our paths crossed again, um, almost two years later, it was it was under some kind of some strange circumstances, but uh, our paths did cross again. And when I saw her and my little girl, right, my daughter, we had we had a daughter together. Um, when I saw them, I had realized instantly that I had missed out on a lot. My daughter was was talking and she was walking and I missed out on all that stuff. And I just realized instantaneously that I'd missed out on a bunch and I did not want to miss out on any more. So I, uh, worked at, uh, reestablishing a relationship with my daughter's mother and, um, you know, just to back up just a little bit, my girlfriend she was my girlfriend. We were very close, right? We were, we were, we were like, you know, piece of carrots. Uh, but like I said, the the pregnancy um, really kind of scared the crap out of me as a 16 year old. And you know, fa- and then fast forward to to uh, two years later when we started to reestablish this relationship, it was like, at least in my mind, it was like, you know, it was like we were right back where we left off. And, um, we got, we, we, we start off this relationship, uh, slowly, um, sort of, and kind of like rekindled the, the spark, if you will. And, you know, one thing led to another and we ended up, you know, getting back into a a serious relationship. Shortly after that, you know, like I said, and I, I didn't want to miss out on any more for my daughter. And that's what really was, it was really about, it started to, it started out as being, wanting to be present in my daughter's life. And it, it grew into reestablishing a relationship with my, my girlfriend and turned into, uh, us getting married, right? Very young, very young. 
but we ended up getting married. And here we were, we were these two young kids who were, um, you know, two young kids who were married and we had one kid and then we had another on the way. What can I say? We're, we're Latinos. We just kind of look at each other. And we start making babies. But uh, anyway, you know, we, we've got this, um, uh, one, we've got one kiddo, we've got another kiddo on the way and I had to make a decision as to how do, how do I make this work? Uh, how do I raise this family? And like a lot of us do, enjoy the service. <laughs> I joined the Air Force. I joined the Air Force. I'm originally from a place called Big Spring, Texas. Had to drive 50 miles to go see uh, an Air Force recruiter. I was dead set that the Air Force was the way I was going. Joined the Air Force. Ended up being the best decision I had ever made. The best decision I had ever made. Because, you know, up to that point, I thought I was going to be a, a musician, right? I thought I was going to be this fantastic musician and whatever. I wanted to be a rock star and a band teacher and all this stuff, right? I had all these delusions of grandeur, right? But I really wasn't as good as I thought I was. And uh, this whole Air Force thing really kind of saved my hide for not only to raise a family, but growing up, right? Growing up. But uh, I joined the Air Force in 1997. Um, was a 2A6X6, like I said, electrical environmental systems specialist on aircraft, right? Worked all kinds of different military aircraft all over the country and the world. And 20 years later, as a few years ago, in 2017, I retired. I retired. And like I said, um, my my wife and I, we got married way back when, when I joined the service, and we're still together to this day. We're getting ready to celebrate 25 years together. And that little girl, we raised that little girl. We raised the little boy that followed uh, shortly after. And then we raised two other two other boys. So we got four kids all together. And like I said, you know, we raised four kids. We were in the service, uh, retired in 2017. Um, my wife and I are still married. Like I said, we're gonna, gonna celebrate our 25th wedding anniversary in a few months. And, you know, after I retired, right, I, I had no idea. Well, I say I had no idea, but I had some inclination as to what I wanted to do. Um, I thought I wanted to be all kinds of things, but um, what ended up rising to the top was become a teacher. So I ended up pursuing that. I enrolled into the College of Charleston here, uh, got a degree in elementary education, and I am actually going to start my first year teaching this year in Goose Creek, South Carolina. So I'm going to be a third grade teacher in Goose Creek, South Carolina, Berkeley County School District. Um, and that is, an, in a nutshell, my story. That is the Reader's Digest version. There is a lot more there. There is a lot more there. There's a lot more there, obviously. There's highs and there's lows. There's that period in that I experienced, you know, while I was on, on terminal and transition, paid my first visit to uh, mental health. Never in my 20 years in the military did I ever visit mental health. Had to visit mental health when I was, uh, when I was in transition, right? And um, maybe I'll share a little bit more of that story um, in a future episode. But um, like I said, you know, one of the things that I noticed when I was in those in the veterans lounge 
when I was, I was going through my college experience was that a lot of people were having difficulty transitioning and I was one of them. I believe in my heart of hearts that if given the opportunity, veterans can make connections and talk about things that are relevant to their situation and will and are also relevant to the situations of other veterans. And in my mind, the more exposure those experiences get, then the more opportunities, uh, the more opportunities at solutions other people can have at their disposal because we're putting out these stories. I'm not entirely certain if that made a whole lot of sense, but in a future episode, maybe it'll make a whole lot more sense. I'll like rethink it and then reshape it, spit it out. Bam. Um, okay, but that that's that's my story in a nutshell. This is the first episode of the Veterans Lounge podcast. And like I said, I'm extremely excited to get this thing off the ground. The Veterans Nexus Foundation is who I am partnered up with. Go give them go give them a look. If you're in your transition, if you're looking for employment, if you're getting ready to get out of the service, or if you recently got out of the service, or if you're not, if you've been out for a little while, give them give look them up. VeteransNexus.org. VeteransNexus.org. If you feel like you would like to be a guest on this podcast, go to veteransnexus.org slash podcast or just go to the website look for the podcast tab click there and there'll be a uh, some information there as to how you get in touch with me and we'll set up an interview and we'll get your story out there and told veterans lounge podcast is available on youtube spotify itunes iHeartRadio, amazon this is dope you get get on your if you have alexa if you have alexa Ask Alexa, hey Alexa, play the Veterans Lounge podcast. She'll say something like, me, 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 Veterans Lounge podcast. Bam, and it'll be up there. Tell you what, Google, I'm not sure what's going on with Google. I'm trying to get on the Google podcast thing, but they're kind of dragging their feet. You know, hey, if you work for Google, look up Veterans Lounge podcast. I've submitted my stuff. Look, it's in there. It's in there. If you see it, can you kind of expedite that process there? I'd really, really like to get the podcast on the on the Google platform. I'll tell you what. <laughs> um, but you know what? I think we're going to wrap it up there. Thanks a bunch for, for tuning in in this first episode. Uh, thanks for listening. Please, please, please get in touch. Please, please, please get in touch. Share it with me. Share it with with the listeners. Let's hear about let's hear about uh, the good things that that our veterans are doing and how they're trying to shape the world and how they're trying to make the world better. Let's put it all out there. Okay, that's all I got. This has been the Veterans Lounge Podcast. I'm Miguel Mata, your host. This has been episode number one. YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Amazon, Alexa, Audio, right? Audible, that's what it is, Audible. All right, you guys take care. God bless.